fixing Christianity one dose at a time. Do that thing with the intro. Hello everyone and welcome to Christian Capsule Season 2 Hot Mic Session. Um, I call it Hot Mic Session because this is how I would talk if I was talking to a friend or someone close to me. And it was not meant for public consumption. Except in this case, it is meant for public consumption. The subject of today's uh, capsule is, Is God Pleased? And I'm going to right now say no so there's no mystery you don't have to stay to the end god is not pleased with christians today especially american christians uh, as a matter of fact as of right now god's got an apb out on american christians that's right i said it he's got an all points bulletin on american christians today i mean i'm going to tell you well i mean frankly speaking we're just not there we're not showing up we're not around we're not available to do God's work. We're missing in action. We're gone. We need to be searched for and brought back. And what do I mean by that? I mean that American Christians have become too comfortable being comfortable. I mean, in our country, we have millions of daywalkers still walking around. And for those who don't know, who haven't listened to the previous uh, capsules, a daywalker is an unbeliever, just basically a dead man walking. We have millions of those walking around, and we act like we have forever to do our job, so we are not doing it. We're not showing up. We don't care if there's daywalkers, right? And, and the daywalkers are consuming other people at a rapid rate. They're consuming people at a rapid rate, so much so that the Christian population seems to be shrinking in America. And before you guys tell me and say, oh, Jermaine, you're wrong. This is crazy. You've got it twisted. And I'm going to tell you why I've come to this conclusion and why God has the APB out on our Christians. Right? So, the first thing is, um, we have that we're self-centered. Christians are self-centered. More focused on themselves than any other Christians in other countries. They don't have time in other countries to be focused on themselves because Christianity is so outlawed in places like Yemen, Iran, North Korea, China, some parts of Russia. So they don't have time to be worried about themselves and be self-consumed. And another thing that we have a problem with in American Christians is that we are convenient givers. We only give out of our abundance, and we don't give even if it hurts us. If it's a, let's say, for instance, if we're going to a fast food joint and we see somebody that needs money or needs help, yeah, we'll give them maybe our fast food money, that extra stuff that we were going to do. But if it was your last $5 or your last 10 bucks, and you saw somebody who needed that money, and it was your, your gas money, your last 10 bucks, your last 5 bucks, would you give it to that person? If a person needed help right then, would you give out of what you have left, not out of your abundance? And nine times out of ten, the answer is no for American Christians. Um, we don't seek, there's another thing that's wrong, we don't seek justice for the oppressed. And I will argue sometimes we run with the oppressors. Right? We, we, don't, even, we don't even notice the oppressed. 
We don't seek justice for the oppressed. I mean, I was just reading an article the other day about how evangelicals are running with uh, right-wing extremists, talking about racists and white supremacists. I mean, those are the some of the oppressors. So we 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 don't care about the oppressed or social justice for already anybody. And another thing that I see we got twisted as Christians is how we supposed to live daily. We don't live daily for Christ. We live Sunday for Christ. What I mean is where we, we, we get up for Sunday. We, we, we get turned up for Sunday. Everybody's all, all aboard for Sunday. Christians who are even Christians. People who are not even Christians who call themselves Christians are there for Sundays. But for living for God every single day, Monday through Saturday, we don't have, we don't have that down. We don't do that. We don't, we don't get. I mean, you you talk to most Christians in America, and and watch them throughout the week, you are be hard pressed to call most of them Christians. So that and then, um, our outlook. Another thing is our outlook is twisted. The way we see things, the way we view. God's mission on earth we'll, we'll fly across the planet to go to a place that may or may not have Christians already established we'll do a mission trip there come back post pictures, look at me, look at this look at this but in your neighborhood or down the street from where you live you have people who haven't even heard you say a word about Christ People at your own job that you go to every single day has has never heard a word out of your mouth about Christ. So, to me, the, the, the outlook is just twisted. And then we act like we have forever to preach the gospel. Like Christ is never going to come back. Or like we have it to infinity. I think we let these scientists get in our head. Well, you know, in another hundred years, then this, we don't have another hundred years, perhaps. I mean, I don't know, but the way things are looking now, it doesn't seem that way. We don't have time to be just messing around and delaying preaching the gospel and living life, living for Christ and loving people. That's a, that brings me to my last point. Love. What love? There doesn't seem to be any love. Christians are beefing against other Christians. We should be sharing uh, camaraderie in the same message of the gospel. And I'm not even sure if Christians even know what the gospel message is. Right? What What's the point of it? What is the message and what's the point of it? What are we supposed to be doing? And, and in short, we're supposed to be getting, we're supposed to be focused on promoting the message, the good news, which is that you can um, no longer be a slave to sin and that you can have Christ as your Savior. And if you make him your Lord, make him your Lord then you will become heirs to the kingdom. And that's the good news. And you can repair the broken relationship that was uh, broken by man between God and man. It was broken by Adam. You can repair that relationship and have a relationship back with God again. We need to come back to God. We need to stop being missing in action. We need to stop having an APB out on us because it is too important. I mean, you see how... Um, <laughs> How America is becoming, right? Anything goes here. It's becoming ridiculous. So God needs his people back, back in the field, back working. 
right? Whatever it takes, we have to get back. We have to get our heads back on, screwed on right. We need to get back into God's word. We need to stop preaching the church health and wellness because that's just health, wealth, and wellness. That's not going to get it done. I mean, you're basically taking people to hell. I mean, get the gospel message out, right? Pastors, stop being non-pastors of your flock. You're shepherds of your flock. Stop disappearing. Become what you were meant to become. Stop teaching cor corrupted messages. Get back in the pulpit and preach the word. You heard Timothy says about handling the word. Get back into the, the, your pulpit and handle the word. Okay? And the rest of you Christians who are, who, who are just being too comfortable being comfortable, get out of that comfortability and get back into living life every day as if it was your last day. And be a living witness for God, for his glory. That's your tagline. For his glory, for his honor. We are going to restore the honor that we have stripped seemingly. We can't take anything from God. But we're going to re restore the honor that we have seemingly stripped from him. We're going to give him back his respect and his glory. By living well, what remaining time we have left, living for him. And we're going to love people. I mean, where is that at? So if you don't love God, then you don't love people. So get back to loving God and ask him to give you the ability to love other people. It is only by doing that that you're going to get the love that you need to care about people enough to stop giving out of abundance only. And that you care enough to give people what they need. If you had the cure for cancer, if you had the cure for cancer... We all be running around here screaming, we got the cure, we got the cure, who wants it, who wants it, who wants it? Well, we have the gospel, which is far better than a cure for cancer. It can save lives in this life and in the next. And we're acting like we have forever to tell that news, like we're trying to hold it for ourselves. Get back on point. This is Jermaine Farrell, and I'll talk to you guys next time. <music>